What's going on? What's going on? Y'all already know who it is and what it is. I am the legendary one and only Keith from Birmingham, and you are now listening to another episode of Taking Out of Context, the podcast. And as I always say, you know, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to lend me your time today, and I really appreciate that. So, um, I ain't going to waste too much of y'all time. I'm going to go ahead and get straight into it. And of course, we have us another guest, a longtime friend of mine. We have Miss Tia in the building. Tia. Hello, hello. How you doing? Doing great. It's a lovely afternoon. Yeah, 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 man. It is a nice, um, wonderful day out today. Um, I plan to get back out there later on tonight. Yeah. Oh, you say you starting early now. I can't do that these days. You got a new baby that I just brought in the world here. Yeah. Got to take it down early. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know that that is true. I don't. It's just me. So you know, I can kind of get out there in the streets whenever. Ain't mad at it. Not mad at it at all. But I will be wearing my mask though. That's for sure. Yes. Safety first. Safety first. <laughs> exactly. So uh Miss Teal came on the show. We have um uh a number of things we're gonna speak about, but um before we get too in depth into the um the gist of what we're really gonna be speaking about, um I was just informed that you have a um food blog is right. Food yeah, blog. yeah, food blog. My husband and I, we started a food blog when we first started dating. Um, he ate really simply at first. And of course, me being from Birmingham, myself, with a good old Southern family too, you know, I've been cooking forever since I was little. And we started playing with different recipes together and realized we really enjoy cooking together. So uh, we sat down one day and decided we were going to make a food blog. And the rest has been history from there. So just really kind of spending some time together to make some fun dishes. Hey, that's outstanding though. That's a real cool. I, I didn't know you was doing that. Um, My bad. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I'm putting it on now. So we can do some good recipes. You get home. You want to make some fun stuff. We have all kinds of dishes on there going from vegan to uh, if you're a meat eater, which that's, you know, how we prefer, you know, keep a good steak on there or something. But, you know, got we got some good stuff going. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. I was like, did y'all cater to a certain um group or y'all just cook and put out whatever? No, nah, my, my husband and I, we're more of just mood people. We're vibe people. So just whatever we're feeling at that time, that's what you might get. So it's a little bit of everything for everybody. That's what's up, man. So y'all be sure to check mm-hmm. it out. What's the name of it? Website's One More Rouse, that's O-N-E-M-O-O-R-E-R-A-U-S dot com. So it's uh, pretty funny. My last name, my maiden name was Moore, and uh, he's a Rouse, which there's eight of them. So when we got married, like, well, there's one more Rouse going, so it happened to work out. (laughs) Yeah, like once you said it again and you were spelling it out, I was like, oh, I see what you did there. Like, Uh (laughs) yeah, that's pretty dope. I I see what y'all did there. Very (laughs) clever, huh? Yeah, yeah, gotta get the wedding hashtag going, you know, now it's a lifestyle. <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, marriage is, and should be everybody's ultimate lifestyle, but, you know, I can't force hey, nobody. Hey. Man. To each his own. Yeah, in fact, <laughs> facts to each his own. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, now, you know, um, one of, thing, one of the things that I wanted to have, well, Tia actually came to me, really. But um, she gave us um a good 
uh, topic that I thought that would be outstanding and awesome and fun to speak about, which is um, how would you label it? Just um, being in an inter inter interracial marriage or yeah well it's even a little deeper for me you know i'm a i'm a black woman my husband's white mm -hmm. and you know especially with the things that we go through these days right now the kind of biggest topic that i've been talking with a lot of my friends and things about is being a pro-black woman while being in and raising an interracial family um you know it's it's kind of hard times out here right now for everyone. And it's been this way for the longest, but now we've got cameras so people get to see a little bit more of what, you know, the struggles of black people are. And, um, you know, people always kind of assume that if you marry outside of your race as a black person, then you don't necessarily care about the struggle as much as, you know, a black, a full black family would. And, you know, for us, that's just really not the case. And, you know, it's, it's just been some challenges in that side. And, you know, things that I think my husband and I and our families on both sides have just overcome in a, in a positive way. Hey, that's good. That at least, you know, like you said, it's both sides, you know, your family and your husband's family coming together and trying to make, you know, clear that uh, divide or if there is or, you know, whatever, just trying to make sure there is no divide between the two of y'all and constantly growing together. But uh, now, is there any... You know, I'm going to let me see how to word this first, mm -hmm. because I know it's people who will say they under their person or their significant other um, being of opposite race will actually understand what we're going through as black people. But I truly don't think that they can actually get a full gauge of it. But once you are actually dating someone, I think they get some type of idea would that be fair to say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I think that it's a, it's a huge part in, you know, the way that you even date. You know, it's when you walk down the street as a, a black person, you know that you have to be a little extra cautious with all things. Well, when you introduce somebody else into your lifestyle, and that's not something they ever had to think about before, they start realizing that things are different for different people. Just from, you know, basic little comments that I might make sometimes of, I can't go to this part of town or I can't be in this, this type of area or I'm uncomfortable here. You know, he could walk into a place and feel like, you know, why would you feel any type of way? But after, especially nowadays, after the things that have been happening um, and highlighting more of the deaths and, you know, brutality, all these different types of things that have been going on and, you know, kind of seeing some other outside people, even on top of the things that he's already seen with me, you know, it starts to get to a point to where it's like, you can't even pretend to be ignorant anymore. And if, yeah. if you are walking through life, acting like nothing is happening to other people, you're choosing that. That's, that's clearly a choice because you, there's no way that you can walk through this life and, and see the things that are happening to people that look different from you and say that nothing different is happening to them, you know? So. True story. It's, it's, yeah. It's been, it's been a interesting kind of communication. And you know, I think it also matters too, is who you're dealing with, who your partner is and how you communicate. Um, that's, that's one of the things that always drew me to my husband from, from day one was the fact that he was always very open-minded. He always wanted to understand everybody, just not necessarily purely on a race situation or anything, but if you're into something, if you're, you have hobbies or whatever the case may be, he was always just a very curious person and just kind of wanted to know what things, you know, do you go through that are different from him? And that's something that I could always appreciate is. I could talk about positive things. I could talk about the negative things. And, you know, we could workshop things together if, 
you know, things didn't seem that they were working the best for me or, you know, if we wanted to make a change in the world ourselves, anything like that, you know, those are always discussions that we've had since day one. Oh, that's good. That's good. You got my approval. Mm-hmm. I remember when you used to bring him <laughs> around back in the day. Yeah, like, I mean, he been cool. So, I mean, you know, so I, yeah. it, it wouldn't surprise me that he is, you know, wants to know or wants to understand and all of that. So that that don't surprise me because, I mean, he was a cool dude back then. So, I mean, I would only imagine he would just got cool. Yeah. Probably yeah, still not as cool. cool as me, but, you know. <laughs> Hey, but uh, you, but you cool, people. bro. You cool. You got a pass from me, so you're yeah. good. Yeah, he's a good one. He's a good one. Yeah, but so now, um, like you said, you have a um, you have a son, right? Yes, we just had a son about four months ago. Congratulations. Thank you. And so, um, now that I think I even um was thinking about just when my uh, homeboy they just had them a um had just had a son also, and. Mm-hmm. You know, they always say you have to raise the black men different just growing up just because of what we are. For one, all of what we're seeing right now. And then, you know, you just can't move a certain way. Like you was earlier saying, uh, some places you just can't go. You know, you just got to raise them to understand and be able to feel the atmosphere whenever they're going somewhere. So, mm-hmm. like, I know, like you said, it's just four months. So this is real kind of early, but. Have y'all had any type of conversations or like ways that y'all want to make sure you're raising your y'all son to be well, mindful of what is around or out there? Yeah. And honestly, you know, with him being four months, this was a conversation that we were having while we were dating. This was before we even got married, because to me, I knew that I was not going to settle down and marry someone that I would not be able to successfully raise a family with. Like that's, you know, as much as I can love someone all day long, like the the goal for us was always to have children and, you know, to expand our family. And with there being differences in, in those things, it's, you know, we can look at each other and say, you know, we just love each other and love is love. And that's all that matters. But not everybody in the world feels that way. So that was something that we needed to talk about and tackle before we even decided that we were about to lock anything down. Because I don't believe in divorce. He doesn't believe in divorce. And like, you know, if we're going to do this, we need to go in with every tip back to our side as we possibly can um, so we can fight things together. And so kind of talking about, you know, to him, if we get married, we have children. Our son is mixed, but our son is black. Like that just is it just is what it is. He will be viewed that way by so many people. There will be, you know, discrepancies in who he is or what the way he's viewed essentially to the world sometimes. And, you know, people that are close to us will love him. And, you know, we've got great people around us, but outside people might not give him the fair chance. And, you know, as his father, you need to understand that leaning in on my family will be huge for us to make sure that the black men in my family can have a good role model in his life as well. Um, You know, of course we want him to learn about both sides of his family. We want him to feel comfortable 100% in who he is you know, being mixed, but as a black man, there are a few other things that he needs to learn as well that will make life a little bit more difficult for him. And my husband needs to lean on my father and my brother and my cousins and other people in my family too, to help him when there are just some things he just won't get and won't be able to do alone. And, you know, that's a a good thing that I feel like we've been able to do so far is 
have some of those discussions and, and really kind of tackle some of those things because, you know, that, that is the world that we live in and we, we know what we have to face and what we have to fight and we want him to have the best life possible. And the only way to do that is to equip him as early as we can to not make him fearful of the world that he's living in because I don't think he needs to be fearful, but, you know, just knowing how to protect himself and how he can grow and be the best version of himself and put the best version of himself out to the world. Right. Yeah. And, and it's not so much about being fearful. It's more so just being mm-hmm. mindful. You just right. have to be aware of like everything, literally, and understand that people aren't going to view you um, as whatever you may think you are or believe you are. And I remember seeing something on Facebook a while back. I don't know why I referenced Facebook like it's um, a reliable <laughs> source. But anywho. Um, it was, um, a, a, a mixed boy. Um, he was like a teenager or whatever and black and white. And he was saying that he gets, he gets it from both sides. He gets the, mm-hmm. um, like you're not black enough. And then it's like, not you're not white, white enough. enough. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I when I mean, I, of course I never thought about that, but it was just interesting to me to see something like that. And I was just like, it just opened my eyes even more knowing that true enough, we have our own battles to deal with just being black, but then being mixed, you have even more. And then you got it from two opposite sides. Exactly. And that's the part that's kind of the catch 22. It's, you know, you have to deal with one side treating you as if you're less than because you're half black and then when you go to the people that you feel like you can connect with they tell you that you're not black enough either to really understand the struggle so when you're suffering and you're going through things you still feel like you don't have support on either side you know and you would think that with whatever the issue might be if that is the case then you're going to get support somewhere because you know some people don't want to see you going through that you know we want equality we want you know peace amongst everyone but you're still telling someone that they can't understand your struggle, even when that's still a part of them, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a, a hard place to really be in. It's, it's been a tough place, even just, you know, with some of our family, our family's trying to, my family's trying to make sure that, you know, my husband and his family understand what's going on with our children too, what's going on in the world. My husband's family is very eager to learn and they really want to, to understand better because they want to be, close they want to always be close with our our family as well so you know it's it's a weird space to be in and especially when the child doesn't feel like they belong anywhere you know in this world so it's it's tough it's tough and it takes a really good support system to really be able to give them the support that they actually need right and it sounds like you have a great support system um on both sides from your husband's family and your family sounds like they Mm -hmm. they like you said they're eager eager to uh, want to learn and understand what is, you know, what we deal with each day. And, you know, everybody can't say that they had it. Um, no. Oh, even on me, a I simple know exactly level. how blessed we are. Yeah. I know exactly how blessed we are for sure, because I know that is not the common setup at all. It's very difficult for a lot of families to try to even have that support within their own family, much less having to deal with people out in the street. Yeah. So, so yeah. You did good on that one to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I hope it stays that way. I think I think you good because y'all have been rocking this long. Y'all have been, y'all have been pushing some years now, right? 
Yeah, yeah. It'll be almost eight years coming up here in uh, November. So. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I'll get there one day. We ain't, this yeah. ain't about me today. In due time. Due time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So was the process of you and, um, can I say his name or are we going to keep that? Uh, no, it's fine. We'll just say yeah, your Alex. husband. Yeah, <laughs> Alex. But um, during the yeah. process of you and Alex dating, now, um, I know you said y'all spoke about family and, you mm-hmm. know, your child will be black, but they also have white also, but they'll be primarily viewed as black. I'm mm-hmm. assuming that's, at least that's what I always do. If I'm wrong, correct me. No, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of talked about all of that early on and, you know, kind of crossed up that path a little bit earlier than we even really got to some of the other deeper things about just being together. But, you know, that was huge. So that had to be crossed off first. Yeah. So during the dating process, so um, mm-hmm. what were some of the things that you think that you had to teach him or make him aware of about you um, more than what you possibly thought you would have to enlighten him on you know i i think because you know my husband he's always had great friends he's had black friends he's i mean really from every ethnicity he's had people around and people that he's grown up with um throughout his life so i feel like he's always been exposed to and had deeper relationships with and on his own he did personal digging into you know what their struggles might have been and kind of already had a good understanding of some of the struggles that black men and other people in his life have gone through. So, you know, I think coming into the relationship, it was already a little bit easier for us. It was very comfortable for us. Um, But when it started to get more serious in our relationship, we realized that we were going to have to talk about literally, you know, kind of being that head of the household or that kind of family structure that, you know, we've grown up from, our faith kind of believing in things, you know, Mm -hmm. if you're going to lead our household, you need to realize that there are a few extra steps you have to do for our type of family style. Then, you know, you would, if you would have married another white woman. So, you know, if for us, we had to really sit down and talk about, you know, if someone approaches us and has a problem with us, how are you defending our relationship? How are you defending me? How are you defending our son? If, if our son is being, you know, kind of targeted and, more biased ways in school or, you know, in the future with things like that. Are you going to side with your son or, and really, really think about him first, or are you going to make it seem like, Oh, you're just making it up and you're making excuses. You know, I've seen that happen. And, you know, because I've dated outside of my race before my husband, and that was always kind of the case that I got off of some of those relationships where it was, you like me, but you don't respect me being a black woman. You don't respect me coming from black people and you, you have biases in your mind. And that was something that was a deal breaker to me. Of course, that's not going to, that's obviously not going to work because I am a black woman, you know? So that was one of those things that, you know, we discussed. And I think he, he was already on that page early on, which was easier for us to kind of keep moving through. But, you know, sometimes you just need to talk it out. Just need to make sure that, we're on the same page with some of those things. And so just making sure that he understood that when those situations arise, he's going to have to kind of step up a little bit and make sure that the kid is protected, that he's, that his side is protected and that he's standing up for him when injustice starts to happen around him. Yeah. I, I pray he don't have to step up too much. Cause you know, 
right. you know, people go crazy about their children, you know. <laughs> so, exactly. You know, and I'm I'm the right one too. <laughs> I, I already know how I'm gonna be, so at least he's gotta be the level headed one that can, yeah. you know, still be on our side, you know, so and he's great about that, so so that's good, man. Man, it sounds like you yeah. got the whole package over there, man. I'm low key gonna start hating on y'all later. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start recording y'all Facebook photos. <laughs> we don't post for real anyway, so it's okay. Oh, <laughs> but no you can dang. come eat this food though. You can try the blog though. Hey, I might have to, man. I'm, I'm gonna jump on there because I've I been sleep clearly. You know, I'll be back hey. in Birmingham later on, so I'm gonna um, pull up on you. Please do. Please do. Yeah. So, you know, we had Tia, who is a um a black mother, you know, mm-hmm. in the inner relate in I can't say that shit for nothing. <laughs> but y'all know what she is. Hell, if they just not listening to this part of the uh conversation, they they know what the hell I'm trying to say. So um <laughs> she is yeah. in a relationship, you know, opposite mm-hmm. races. Yeah, that one. Um, interracial, yes, yes. Uh, interracial. See, you see, mm-hmm. it's so easy. I just got to hear somebody else say it first. Yeah. That's it. That's all. Yeah. But um, <laughs> and, and she got a um food blog where they giving out recipes. So if y'all y'all ain't doing that, have the world still shut down for real. So you might as well get these recipes and go ahead and start making foods and everything. When you say yes. to. I, yes, for right. sure. Just, it's, it's really easy. Step by step, break it down for you. So, And if there's anything that you want to see that you don't ever get to like eat yourself or whatever, you want to know how to make it and you don't ever see anybody making it, hit me up. We'll make some stuff special for you. And, and there it is. You know, mm-hmm. is it, is one more, um, what it is, one more? One more Ralph. Ralph. R-A-U-S. And then, yeah. is, y'all. and then you get your recipes and then, mm-hmm. you know, go eat good. You ain't got to eat all the fatty foods and, and, and door dash and all that. Mm-hmm. I've been door dashing lately. That's why I caught them out. Them niggas got so much of my money, man. I swear. It's not fair. It's not fair at all how much money they get. But <sighs> you can make fatty food at home for yourself and you can make more of it and use the money better. So Look at that. Well, you went in the marketing, man. <laughs> You just, I'm just look a little bit on the low look. You just flipped that one. Okay, I see what you did there. I'm telling you though. Listen, what you pay for one meal, you can get about three out of at least. Mm-hmm. Well, there y'all have it, man. You might as well go ahead and eat good, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, Tia, yeah. man, I really appreciate you uh stopping by, uh, giving us a little insight to your everyday life, um. You know, you didn't have to open up for us or nothing. You could have just said, fuck yeah. But you did. <laughs> and I appreciate I that. Because love is love, you know? Yeah. Their positivity. That way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I really appreciate you stopping by and, uh, you know, giving us a, a, a inside view on um, how it is and, and how you are living your life going forward, living, you know, being in a, in an inner Shit, why I set myself up. But yeah, in that relationship like that. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much for having me. It's, it's always nice to be able to talk to friends again and yep. kind of chat. And of course, always talk about something that can just make our world a little better. Yeah, I'm always with that, man. I'm, I, that's why the podcast is what it is. You know, I just feel like somebody want to listen. And I, I don't know. I, we, You know, this conversation right now that we just had may change somebody. 
um, for the better. We don't know, but as long as we're constantly putting it out there, you know, we can just only hope for the best. Yeah, for sure. That's the goal. I appreciate you so much for having me on here and uh, still arrest the cops that kill Bri- Brianna Taylor. Say it again. Yeah. Church. Amen. Clink, clink. <laughs> Amen. And y'all heard it here first. Taking out of context the podcast. But I appreciate y'all stopping by and giving me your time again, man. I am happy to have y'all listening and all that other good stuff. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, man. Y'all be cool out there and um, I'm let nobody say y'all are with me or whatever that means. Holla. <laughs>